1: Good morning to you. Welcome into the action line from WGNS. This morning, we're looking at Rutherford County, and we're going to be focusing on our county. So much happening here. We're going to be talking with our county mayor, Bill Ketron. Bill, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. How are you? Doing great. Good to have you with us today.
2: Glad to be here. Beautiful day.
1: Our deputy mayor is with us also, Steve Sadlin. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Bart. Tomorrow's going to be a busy day for you. Yes, sir. Not that every day is not a busy day. Every
3: day is busy, <laughs>
1: What's happening tomorrow?
3: Tomorrow we're going to have an auction. It's going to be on the square, and you don't hear that very often. And we're going to auction the old bank building and coin building. That has a lot of history. A ton of history. Uh, the old Murfreesboro Bank and Trust, uh, 22 North Public Square is the bank building, and then 124 North Maple Street is the coin building, which is the building right behind the bank building. So we're uh, auctioning tomorrow, July the 30th, uh, 1 p.m. Uh, doors will be open 11 o'clock. So if you want to come in and take a look at it or whatever before the auction. Uh,
1: the doors open at what? At the auctions at what time?
3: Opens at 11.
1: Oh, the doors open at 11. The doors I'll open at 11 okay. over
3: there at uh, 22 uh, North Public Square. That's the front of the bank, the old bank building, and then you can go in and tour it and look at it and ask us any questions and all that sort of stuff. Make sure that you understand understanding what uh, what you're bidding on, what you're buying.
1: Now, Bill, you've gone through there. That's a
2: fascinating place.
3: Oh, it's it's a it, it, it's really kind of cool to go through it.
2: There are several safes. One one safe, uh, I think it was put in late 1890s, and and. Um, mm-hmm. When it was put in, but I, I think the last sticker on the door says 1924. When it was, uh, you know, it's got a list of every month when it when it was looked at. It's a it's a huge vault. Um, there's a, actually a vault downstairs in the basement. You have to walk through a dirt carved out walkway to get to that vault that was downstairs. I don't know if that's where Al Capone. You know, kept his money when he came through on his <laughs> way from Chicago to Florida or what. But uh, you know, it's kind of cool. But we we keep looking for that tunnel that's supposed to go
3: over to the courthouse. And
1: whoever buys this gets the rights to that tunnel, I they,
3: guess. Yeah, they sure do. So
1: you you never you may have a treasure. That's right. Yeah,
3: that's right. I think there's five vaults in it. There's a night deposit vault. As soon as you walk in the the double doors into the bank, and then there's a um, a day vault. They called it. Which was quick in and out money that's in the uh, just right off the 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 big open spot there in the bank, and then the uh, the big vault is then back at the back of the building on the right hand side, and then there's a vault upstairs in the second floor where they kept um, all the uh, forensic stuff mm-hmm. that um, you know for anything that happened or whatever in any kind of uh, court case they kept that there. Uh, so they could go to court, you know, right next door then.
1: Well, now, do you And then
3: the uh, vault in the basement then that the mayor was talking about.
1: Are any of the vaults closed and sealed and you don't uh, you haven't seen what's in them not maybe not a treasure?
3: we we actually got uh, <laughs> we got the combinations just last week. That's true. Oh, okay. All of them are open. Um as as of right now, they don't have any money in them. <laughs> <laughs> no secret treasures. No secret treasures. But uh, we've had a lot of calls, a lot of interest, uh, even this week, you know, uh, on the auction. And, you know, it's Zone central business district, so we're looking forward to putting it back on the tax rolls, uh, having a new neighbor over there. So many different um, thoughts of uh, what, what they're wanting to do, you know, uh, restaurants. Uh, rooftop bar type thing Uh, retail
2: condos
3: retail on the first floor condos on the second floor tear it all down go five floors you know just like a judicial building and to do uh, housing or it's just all kinds of things really a lot of good ideas great ideas
1: and so uh, this this is going to start happening as soon as we get a person who says I want that property
3: Well, we'll take the bids, and uh, once we get to the end of the high bidder and and what that price is, then we'll take it to the full commission, and the full commission has to approve the sale of the property, and that will be on the August 13th uh, full commission meeting that night. And so if they approve, then the closing should be on owner before September the 14th. Okay. So um, after the auction, that's about 45 days to close.
1: So the full commission has to approve the sale, even if the person has cash in hand. Yes, sir.
3: Part of the conditions. That's the conditions. We're selling with the county County commission commission approval. approval. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. So August 13th is when uh, that will happen well you know prior to that what they want to do with the property i mean will the county commission have that information
3: we'll ask them when we're writing up the paperwork you know as far as who bought it because uh everybody that's interested has not talked to us you know so uh had a new call yesterday uh they were asking the right questions you know as far as what do you take down auction day you know 10 percent down and we'll put it in a non-interest bearing account you know with the county and and then uh go for approval the 13th and then if it's approved then we'll close then september the 14th and
1: now so, if the person wants to tear the building down can you save the products
3: they all that has to go through the city of murfreesboro uh you know with it being central business district they'll they'll have to give them the approval on how to tear it down and when they can tear it down and how many spaces they'll take up and all that because you got electrical lines you've got the park and you got businesses across the street you know restaurants and stuff that uh they couldn't interfere with that and also, you know, the square itself. So,
1: I mean, will you be able to save the historical
3: things? Uh, it's theirs soon when they yeah, buy and do
2: whatever they want to. Yeah,
3: it, if, it's theirs. So, they're
1: buying it. Yes, yeah. so they're buying it. Why yeah. they're it,
2: If they turn it into a restaurant, we're hoping Steve and I are talking about it. we're hoping they'll dig us a tunnel over so we can go underneath and go I get like a sandwich that. at
3: lunch or something. That's right. That's I right. like that idea. Yes, sir.
1: So uh,
2: be there tomorrow.
3: Be there tomorrow. I think that'll be a, we're going to test everybody for, you know, the uh, temperature and everything coming in. We're going to have some seating in there, and we're going to separate those, you know, uh, by the guidelines the number of people as well as uh the six foot apart and mask yeah, so and we all can, that
2: we could say be there or be on the square that's right <laughs> that's be fine. there or
3: be on the square i like that i like it
2: so uh
1: the door is open at 11 o'clock in the morning and the auction is at one
3: is it one yes sir
1: don't have to bring money with you uh
3: well we ask that you bring check. a good check good or, check. or yes sir uh, or uh certified check or funds uh because if you're the winning bidder we're going to need 10 percent down uh tomorrow
2: Okay. So, tell them what you say about the check.
3: Oh, uh, i make a little funny about it. I actually was asked this question yesterday. I said, well, will you take a check. And I said, yes, uh, uh, as long as it's a good check, we'll take a, a good check for 10% down. Otherwise, make it out to the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department because that's where you'll end up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. And the sheriff is ready on hand yeah. to yeah. take yeah. you
3: in. It's a little funny, but then again, it's serious, you know, so it's, uh, I've done that for years. you know.
1: I wonder, would anybody ever give a check, a, a really uh,
3: bad check, uh, illegal check to the government? We have never had one in the auction business. You be know a good
2: idea. We'll come down here and talk about <laughs> it on the radio. You've got
3: connections. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. So that is tomorrow, uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, and uh, the door is open, and the auction is at 1 o'clock. I know a lot of people listening have close memories to that oh, yeah. building. I mean, oh, yeah.
2: so much used to be the bank in town.
1: Yeah, right, the, the right there on the corner. Right uh, next it, to
2: McClellan's. That's where I bought my first turtle and goldfish. <laughs> and that's about nine years old. How wow. many more
1: have you bought since?
3: <laughs>
1: Not a big buyer yeah, of turtles yeah. and goldfish. Uh, boy, those were some neat places down on the square. Mr. Uh, uh,
3: Weatherford was over there with a uh, client here last week, and uh they were looking at it, and uh, it's always good when you bring the banker, you know. So that's a right. good sign. He that's has a, memories. That's a real good sign. He said, yeah, dad, well, this, it, is this is Ben.
2: This is Ben. Oh, this is Ben. Yeah, okay. his, his daddy used to work there. So huh? his
3: dad, he said, boy, his dad has walked these halls many, many times, oh, you know, yeah. and, and uh I bet Ben went up there with
1: his dad going uh, following his dad. He remembered,
3: toward. he remembered a lot of it, he sure did.
1: Of course Ben just had a birthday last week too. Oh. Yeah. So
2: did, <laughs> did the fairy land on him?
1: I I think he did as a matter <laughs> of, did of fact. It? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now other things that are happening, uh Bill, you have a, an issue that it's quite serious. Not that this other one is not serious, mm-hmm. but uh, dealing with our Rutherford County uh, Emergency Medical Services. Yes, sir. Uh, that is uh, in question right yeah. now.
2: It is. Uh, the city has um, um, put out an RFP uh, for those. Uh, private entities that would be interested in and in coming here and and uh, partnering with uh, the city of Murfreesboro to start their own ambulance service.
1: Now, why would you partner? Uh, you know, if you're, if you're going to bring in and do an ambulance service yourself, uh, that's one thing. But why would you bring in a private company to be the ambulance service when we already have one? Well,
2: I'm I'm not real sure what their thinking process is, uh, um, you know, I, what I'm trying to do is, is to ask the questions as to what are we doing wrong with our current county, Rutherford County Emergency Services, our EMS department, you know, actually started in 1972. Uh, prior to that in Rutherford County, all we had was the the two funeral homes and they had a hearse. They would take a hearse and paint it a different color and put a little cherry on top of it. And, and they, when they got the phone call from a car accident or a heart attack, they would race as far, fast as they can in that Cadillac hearse and pick the body up and then come back <clears throat> to the hospital as quickly as possible. And that's what most counties across the state and across the country did. And then in 1972, we actually started the uh, Rutherford County EMS service. Uh, and actually started training EMTs and paramedics to to ride on those vehicles with all the equipment to they could uh, give that life support en route to the hospital. So,
1: what is the city? You say the city is asking for private yeah, ambulance they, services to come in. They,
2: they've already uh, they put out the RFP and received the. I think out of six they rejected one and they've kept five and so they're going over those those um, uh, RFPs right now and then I guess they will take it uh, back before the city council and uh, uh, try to sell the city council into moving in that direction. Um, My concern is what kind of hole is that going to create? We'll probably have to lay off right now. We've estimated uh, if they move in that direction, we'll probably have to lay off um, uh, around 52 uh, employees, which will devastate their life and their families. Um, you know, EMTs and paramedics will be have to look for another job. Um, we still have to provide, Rutherford County still has to provide an ambulance service for Eagleville, Laverne, Smyrna. In all the rural areas in the county which is 604 square miles I mean it's a big county and we're continuing to grow uh, so we're just trying to prepare for the worst in the event that they choose to go this direction but we keep asking the questions what what have we done wrong what what complaints are there you know and we uh, Dr. Russ Galloway is is our medical director and he serves both uh... Murfreesboro Fire and Rescue and the Rutherford County ambulance service or our protocols should be the same um i know there's been uh turf and other things in the past about who gets to the scene of the accident first about who's in charge and we can i think we can work through that with them
1: when you say who gets to the accident first who who are you competing with the fire department uh, oh, of our fire and rescue the fire trucks
2: yeah if, if as you see that uh Fender or out on out on uh, Medical Center Parkway. There's always a fire truck and an ambulance, and the police, uh, who will show up. So there's there's a philosophy differences of philosophy. So we're just every question we're we're trying to work through it. Where our director of EMS, uh, director Hudgens, and then our public safety director Chris Clark um, met with. Uh, Chief Folks and some of his staff last week trying to work through the differences with Dr. Galloway. Um, you know, We we have been able to, we're installing a um, software program, so what they call a PSAP. Um, our Sheriff's Department is a PSAP and so is Murfreesboro uh, Police Department. They are primary PSAP and our ambulance dispatch is a secondary PSAP. So when the 911 call comes in, through that server that's out on um, Fortress Drive where the 911 9-1, facility is. The call comes in and then it's dispatched. It goes straight to the the sheriff's department and the police department as the primary PSAPs. And then the call comes in, we need an ambulance, and goes to the EMS. Uh, so we have a, there was been disagreements about one or the other not getting the call, delaying a call, trying to provide the best service and the quickest response time has been part of the contention between the two agencies for several years, even before I got there. There was concern even when Ernest uh, Burgess was, was mayor. And Mike Nunley was the director at that point in time. But now we have the software, $6,900 a piece that Murfreesboro can install, Sheriff's Department can install as soon as it goes in it automatically notifies both of them at the same time there's no delay
1: now if this happens will the Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services ever do calls in the city or is it strictly outside the Murfreesboro it, it, City limits? It's
2: outside the city but see we have we have stations here inside the city of Murfreesboro and we'll have to probably shut those down you know the difference is uh, <coughs> Part is that that we are a public service so the tax monies that we get from property taxes it runs us about 16 million dollars a year to run our ambulance service to pay for all the personnel the new ambulances etc um, and everything that goes on those those vehicles uh, to make sure that we get there the fastest and make sure that we try to get them alive until we exchange them to the uh, ERs and, and hospitals where it be at Stonecrest or here at St. Thomas Rutherford Um, So, we write write off a lot of debt as the county every month because people can't afford to pay some of those bills of being picked up by the ambulance. There's a charge. What's going to happen, in my opinion, when it goes to the private sector, they won't write it off. So, if if, um, you're outside the network or you don't have insurance... The private sector is in it to make a profit so they're gonna they're gonna come after them and turn it over to collection whereas we as a county part of your taxes we write that off
1: now what about your connection with life flight helicopter and the other uh, life flight services uh, the helicopter services, if they're needed, will they be called in by the city? Will that uh, that looks like it's will that would add more to, yeah, the confusion? The city,
2: city would have to call them in for life flight at that point in time because we won't be here in the city answering any calls.
3: We would go back into a, a mutual aid type thing. Yeah, you know. They it, call us if they need us, like a tornado. Yeah.
1: So you're you're on call, but you're you're running with a. a Reduced staff.
2: That's
3: correct. Because uh, we still got 225, 250,000 people that we have to service, you know, Laverne, Smyrna, Eagleville, and the rural part of the county as well. So we've, and, we've still got to have ambulance service for yeah. them.
1: But you have already in place right now trained personnel, you correct. have the equipment, you have the buildings, you have everything. It's in place. And, and and you would have to take it out of place and and close it down
2: and recognize throughout the state we have one of the best i mean it's kind of one of the best ems uh, departments in the entire state i mean everybody looks to us as as far as what we're doing and what our protocol is i mean we we've gone over and helped sumner county to tell them when this covid thing broke out we sent our people over there to tell them how we were handling and transferring the patients and how what we were dressing in and and using uv lights inside the ambulance to 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 kill all the the bacteria if you would so i think one or. of
3: the things bart that kind of hurts my feelings and it has i think a lot maybe the mayor and some others you know during this covid crisis you know our ambulance service has stepped up where we've seen other agencies come to the scene and if that's even thought about covid being there they, they don't do anything. I mean, our ambulance service goes in there and takes care of those COVID patients, you know, whatever's whatever's wrong yeah, with them. They suit and up. I mean, we they, they suit up and, and head into it like, uh you know, like our, our police and fire and all that do, you know, and uh, it, it, it's just a timing. I don't know if it's ever a good timing, but right now, when we've gone through this crisis and how well it's been managed and handled, for now the city needs an ambulance service. When it first started out, as and i hope i'm not overstepping my bounds here but it it started out as a you know a uh, going in together which we've worked with the city all the cities i think the mayor i've seen him come in and and really work with all the cities across the board uh trying to tighten up that bond because we are rutherford county all the cities in here are are rutherford county and then it started out to to co-locate in a uh, Dispatching Dispatch. kind of thing. Well, it, it it I think that was a a smokescreen because it went one day from okay if this sixty nine hundred dollar thing solves the problem for co locating we're not talking about that anymore we need an amlet service when we haven't had any complaints any issues any problems you know that's that's surfaced to be in a mayor's type response or department head kind of response you know or anything. Uh, from the citizens i mean we just we get letters and letters every month that comes in on the report showing our our response times and our of course our response times for murfreesboro is a lot lower than our county-wide response time our county-wide response time is what six six point five something like yeah. that and so then the murfreesboro response time is even lower i'm talking in the four four and a half range and so we got a report from the city the other day. It was like 12 or 15 minutes. And we're like, are you kidding me? There's no way that can be. Because when it comes into that app, like the mayor was talking about, we're out on the scene. And, um,
1: and so with the facilities all over the county spread out, uh, and you've done this over the years, based on uh, where the calls are coming in from and how to get to those locations, uh, you're breaking all records one of the tops in the county, in the state. In
2: in the state, yes, sir.
1: Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We will continue the conversation. And for those of you listening, if you have a thought about this, it's going to affect you, whether you're thinking about it or not. What are your thoughts on this? Give us a call or text us, either one, whatever you are most comfortable with. 615-893-1450. Are you up for letting go? How many people did you say? Fifty-two. Fifty-two people. And how many do you have total?
2: It's about one hundred twenty.
1: Okay, so that's a lot of yeah, the staff. About snack. half. Wow. We'll be right back.
0: Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS, the Action Line with Bart Walker, weekday mornings at eight ten on WGNS AM FM online. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurant. We're excited to announce that our dining rooms are back up and running. We may not be at full capacity, and we may not have all of your favorite menu items or the favorite touches that you're used to having. But at the same time, we are excited to be able to serve you. We have brought our servers back. We have retrained them. Our cooks are excited to put the steaks on plates that you can cut with a real knife as opposed to plasticware from your home. And I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas' Restaurants on Broad Street in Murfreesboro.
3: Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full-line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet, packed with great
0: instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and
3: prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kiven and me at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course.
0: Jeff's, 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 Jeff's. This is John Sowell informing you that Jeff's Restaurant at 467 South Hancock Street will reopen seven days a week on Friday, July the 31st for carry-out and call-in orders only. Hours are 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. serving 16 vegetables, 17 meats, and many desserts. Face masks and social distancing is required. There's no place you'd rather be than in Merseburg, Tennessee with the Sowell Brothers for real home cooking. Phone 615-867-2164. Tell them Dad sent you.
4: We'll see if you scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with partial sunshine developing a high in the low 90s southwest winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour i'm meteorologist jennifer voychitsky on news radio wgns currently it's 74.
0: covid 19 has changed our
4: world and first national bank of murfreesboro is here to help you during these uncertain times it's good to have a friend to walk with you and help with financial guidance
3: First National Bank of Murfreesboro is here to help you with free text banking, bill paying, mobile deposits, and more. I'm Shelley Rigsby, manager of First National Bank of Murfreesboro. And I'm Amanda Gentry, First National Bank of Murfreesboro, member FDIC.
2: Good morning. Traffic still holding up right now on I-24 up through the Hickory Hollow area towards Nashville. Yes, we've seen THB out here running some folks down earlier uh, on 24 up around 840. Uh, Elmaville Road, watch your speed. Dr. Byron Bush is the only Republican
0: candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Sometimes strange things can happen. Coast to coast, all night, every night. There's really no reason to be afraid. On WTNS, AM, FM, online.
1: Welcome back. Our phone number, 615-893-1450. Did you get that? 615-893-1450. We're talking this morning about our ambulance service at this point, Rutherford County. And uh, the folks at the Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services, uh, are they going to be around if this happens? What, what's the future for that? Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today?
0: Fine, thank you. Good. Uh, I've got a question about the virus. Do y'all have any rules and regulations about the number of people being in the restaurants and bars here in Murfreesboro? No sir. Well, I was going to tell you, I passed by this hole-in-the-wall bar Saturday night over on Broad Street. There had to be 50 cars and trucks in the parking lot. It's just amazing to me. I, I guess people have a death wish is the only thing I can say. It's, it's amazing that the government has to protect people from their own selves. you know. So what's good is everybody wearing a mask. When you got all them number of people congregating there and spreading the virus probably amongst each other, and I just thought I'd call in and listen to what you had to say.
2: Well, it, it's a real good point. Uh, really can't. Uh, it even though it's mandated, the masks are mandated, which which I mandated the the mask, given the authority through the governor. Uh, on the 22nd, I believe, and <clears throat> but trying to enforce that is is uh, really tough. I I was at Sam's the other day, and i noticed that they put in a, a an armed guard. They used to have just a regular employee standing at the front checking your membership card, but now they have an armed guard having to sit there to keep people from coming in because they, as a business, uh, chose to uh, restrict anybody coming in without a mask as some other businesses have some uh as a private sector company you can do whatever you want to do and you can mandate that but the tough part is is enforcing it and and some small businesses even though they want people to wear a mask then at the same time they're struggling with this covid thing and people are not coming in like they used to so they're they're willing to let them come in without a mask so it's uh, a it's it's been really tough trying to enforce people wearing masks especially for those who feel like that uh, they don't want government telling them what to do Um, so they're in defiance and not gonna wear a mask because I feel like that they're bulletproof and are are just willing to take a chance
1: and a lot of people are getting this COVID-19 disease uh, and and some of them don't even realize they have it
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, here is a text from one of our listeners says Mayor Ketron thank you for your service for those here in Rutherford County, but please explain to us why Murfreesboro and Rutherford County could not or will not have a cooperative ambulance service which would benefit all citizens. Also, we need to keep jobs in Rutherford County, not lose them. And also, is Murfreesboro against a cooperative deal? Well, (coughs)
2: We were asked if we were going to turn in a RFP and and our response was that why should we turn in an RFP um, because we're already doing it and obviously you must think that we're not doing it well enough otherwise you wouldn't put out an RFP to try to get a private sector company to come in and do it so it's uh that's a question for the city father so that you'll have to talk to them about but we're still open we're we're trying to do everything we can to uh, convince them that that we have a pretty good thing going on and we're willing to work with you and do whatever needs to be done to to keep our we're gonna fight for our ambulance service so when do the talks continue are there talks
1: scheduled
2: well there's no talk scheduled at this point um, I, I don't know what timetable the city's looking at, uh, I would say right now they're probably going to wait until after the election. That's just my own personal opinion. And, and then they'll bring it before the council, new council, the ones that are reelected or newly elected, and uh, uh, try to decide what direction they want to go. But we're going to try to convince them, uh, give us another shot, tell us what we're doing wrong. Give us an opportunity, give us a little time to correct whatever you think we're doing wrong. you know. But I think we're doing a pretty good job.
3: Well, the mayor on on that, uh, the mayor and um, the ambulance director, uh, Hudgens, and our public safety director, uh, Clark, they've opened the doors as far as communication and have made that public to them uh, as far as the city and, and the fire chief and, and so forth and so on, the city council, and, and they said, our doors are open for, you know, what are the issues Let's put them down on paper. Let's work with it. Let's work it out. Let's figure it out. Because ultimately, uh, like a commissioner said the other night, and I'm trying to think which commissioner, maybe Jeff Phillips or something, said, ultimately, we're trying to make the best, safe, best amulet service countywide for us. Because they don't know if it's me and the county coming into the city and have an accident or my family or whatever. I want to be taken care of. And the mayor said that from day one, we do, don't really care what's on your shirt or what, what's, what's the name on your vehicle that pulls up to stop the bleeding or to get me to the hospital. We want the, the best care for our Rutherford County citizens, whether you're in Laverne or Eagleville or every, anywhere in between. And so I think that's been a really an open door of, okay, what are the issues? What's, what What are your issues? Why why are we doing this? Why is it going to be another burden onto the taxpayers of Murfreesboro and the rest of the county in the fallout there? And let's talk about it. Let's get it out here and get it in open and let's work it out.
1: So everybody can have a, a better understanding of what is happening. Uh, is the decision, I mean, ultimately... The Murfreesboro City Council That's will vote on whether to do this or whether to get into the business
2: it. and contract with a with a, a separate uh, private sector company.
1: But they're they're making the decision once the issues are brought before them. That's correct. But it's really the person who's putting together the case who is ultimately in charge right now. Mm-hmm. Who is that person? Is that the city manager? Is it the city mayor? Or? I would say
2: the mayor of city manager and the, the fire chief of Mercer so Fire and Rescue. Yes, sir. Uh,
1: have you had any meetings with those three? I mean, these oh, are yeah, the and Oh, yeah, has been going on.
2: Shakers. It's been going on for... Since what, I've,
1: what kind of response are you getting?
2: Well, first it was uh, let's, let's merge our, our uh, let's co-locate our dispatch, and, and uh, I was all on board as soon as I got elected and, and September of 18, I was on on board and and it got down to the interlocal agreement of we were going to move, shut down our our facility over uh, by the school board across I-24 and move in with the city police department and have both dispatches and dispatchers in the same organizations in the same uh, facility and there were about 12 questions that that I just couldn't get any answers from. I kept asking and asking and couldn't get any any responses on that? And so I started pumping the brakes and said, well, until we get these worked out, where's the liability? Who's the liability fall on if one of our dispatchers in your facility uh, fails to, if they give the wrong address and they get sued? Who, who's going to get sued? Is it the county or the city? There were a lot of questions. What, how, how, much money, and what are the benefits for your dispatchers versus ours? Because you know, if they're all in the same room, they're going to talk and going, "Hey, we got to raise this this month." You know, y'all didn't get one, and that's going to cause dissension. You know, I wanted to work through all those problems before we said yes and turn the switch on, going live, and I, I never could get those answers. <laughs> Let's take a phone
1: call. Good morning. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Bill Ketron and Deputy Mayor Steve Sandlin.
4: Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Uh, I just have a couple of comments. I'm, I'm getting to be a pretty old man, and I've lived in Rutherford County all my life, and I've voted every time there's been an election. And for my money's worth, the City Council of Murfreesboro has gotten completely out of hand. And the problem is, nobody's willing to run much because they feel like they don't have much chance. Uh, I just got through voting yesterday, and I don't mind telling you who I voted for. I voted for the only person who's not on the city council. And in order to hope that he gets elected, I didn't vote for any of the others. And it's, it's going to take several years to get get this cleared up because those people got a stranglehold. And, if they if I'm already entitled to to uh, be hauled to the hospital or wherever and treated by people that are already there that I'm already paying taxes for in the county, the city somewhere somebody is making money off of this deal and if you don't believe it you check and see and I just I am pretty well fed up. With the city council, they like sold the electric department. uh... You know, if they won't do stuff like that, why don't they sell the school system to the county? Why don't they sell everything they've got and just let the county run the government? Because I promise you, like I say, this is a, this is the worst city council we have ever had in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And the county government has always done a pretty good job. And uh... you know, I'm just fed up with it. And I'm one of these people that's tired of sitting around. And, you know, I can't do a whole lot about it by myself. But somebody, the other citizens of Rutherford County need to start paying attention to what's going on and see if they can't get some action taken. And thank you for your time.
1: Thank you for calling.
2: Thank you. Any thoughts on that? Well, uh, he's, um, well, I'm I'm not going to asperse. My colleagues and the other city government, um, you know, that's up to the voters. We all stand uh, for those who decide to put their name out there and run on the ballot. It's, it's up to the voters to decide whether we're doing a good job or not. But um, uh, all I can say is I can speak on behalf of what we're doing in the county, and I think we're doing a pretty good job. Our, our ambulance service is, in my opinion, one of the best. And we're going to continue whether they, they go a different direction from us or not um I, I hate that that um some of the citizens will it, it could put put them in financial issues if where we would write off a, a you know three 000, four thousand dollar ambulance bill or if you have to be life flighted that's thirty thousand dollars you know or 35 to take you to nashville if uh those we write that that type of stuff off whereas the the private sector company that they're going to bring in they're in the business to make money and they're gonna they're gonna turn you over to collection and they could ruin people
1: here's a text message from a listener says if our government is for the people and by the people on an issue like this one that dramatically impacts all of us why don't we have the
2: opportunity to vote it in or out that's a pretty good question Uh, I think uh, the citizens need to talk to their city councilman and and uh, express their opinions
1: let's take another phone call our number is 615-893-1450 and you're on wgns good morning to you
4: good morning this is pam hi pam. we need we need a noise ordinance in the county
1: a noise ordinance okay uh tell us like what well, tell us okay. your thoughts on that
4: well, I came in the other night at about twelve one o'clock, and my neighbors was having a loud party. That's what I'm talking about.
2: Okay, okay. Or do you live in the city?
4: I live in the county.
2: Well, we can.
3: Sheriff's department actually can go out there and and uh, check on those for, you know, above Sheriff's and beyond. Well, no,
4: Sheriff's Department will go out tell them to turn it down, and then they'll turn it back up, and they won't do anything. That's what they told me the other night when I called Sheriff's Department.
1: Okay. Uh, and let me ask you this, cause, and and Bill, can you check on that for her? Tell yeah, yeah i be happy to check having on that. A problem. I'll,
2: I'll talk with the Sheriff.
1: What, what are your thoughts on the ambulance service about the city taking over for uh, needs in the city of Murfreesboro, which would uh, necessitate dropping some of the paramedics from Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services?
4: I don't have any comments on that. I have not heard anything about it. So. Okay.
1: All right. Thank you for calling. 615-893-1450. Do you think that that is the norm? Maybe that's why it's just sort of quietly moving forward. The people don't have knowledge of this and uh, they don't, she didn't have any comments on that. Uh, Is that, are, are you hearing that from other people or are the people you're hearing from
3: knowledgeable on what's I, happening? I don't think it's widely publicized. No, I mean, a, lot, it's a lot of really people kind of don't radar. know.
2: Uh, but I, I do know that uh, many of the city councilmen, Eddie Smotherman, uh, well, all the city councilmen, Bill Shacklett, all of them have actually uh, reached out to us and asking questions because they weren't getting enough information on this issue and feel like that the, that, uh, Well, we're transparent, and that's what I told them. We're trying to be as transparent as possible and give them all the information to make the best informed decision they can possibly make. So our our city council is really trying. Um,
1: Here's a a comment from a listener. says, my brother-in-law was life-flighted recently, and the bill was Mm -hmm. $47,000. Who pays that?
2: Well, if you have insurance... They'll pay forty-seven uh, thousand. Hopefully, and then and then you got a deductible. I'm sure, uh, but the problem is is that um, if let's say that whoever you're being transferred to by this new ambulance service, um, and they take you to St. Thomas Rutherford, or they decide to take you on to Centennial, uh, or Vanderbilt, or Skyline, or wherever. Um, they may be out of network. Uh, so you may have one charge here, but then the network, out of network, just like, you know, on your own personal health insurance, it's always going to cost you a lot more than what the the bills are in network. And for those who don't have any insurance or a very limited plan, uh, then that's what I was saying earlier. We We write those bills off. Um, because we use taxpayers' dollars to help. We're a service. We're a government service here to help our people, because sometimes people can't afford to pay that. That won't happen in the private sector. You'll be turned over to collection. Do you think
1: that that ambulance bill will be any different from what it presently is with Rutherford County Emergency Medical?
2: Uh, oh, I, th- I think it might be even higher, uh, because they're in the business to make it. We don't make a profit. Our our charges are exactly what it it cost us to to pay for our people, their benefits, the new ambulances, whatever it costs to put the equipment inside that ambulance. Whereas what's going to happen is these companies that that are in it for the profit, if they are not showing a profit, then they'll start cutting their services. They'll start carrying less equipment or substandard equipment to treat you uh, if they can't make a profit and and so is, are you getting anything better than what you're getting today is my question
1: okay and presently you have uh, the the main uh, offices for all of these services in the city limits of murfreesboro yes, sir. you have ambulance stations how many ambulance stations do you have full facilities in the city limits
3: oh that's okay. a good question for the ambulance director but uh five or six uh, yeah i thinking I think we have 18, like 10 ambulances that are are pretty much dedicated to yeah, Murfreesboro. But, but as far as the stations, I'm I'm thinking five or six. Five or
2: six, I'm and one, so eight. you have a
1: healthy investment yes, already. We've oh, got
2: yeah. 18 ambulances that that run.
1: So what does the city say about that? I mean, uh, they're here to protect the same people. Here to protect the investment of well, the
2: same people. They, if they choose to go that direction, they think that they can do it better with this other company, and it and, and it's not going to uh, it's going to save money. Uh, I don't see that happening. I just I, I really don't because it'll be what you're doing is the money saved. Yeah, the city of Murfreesboro won't have to pay any money for this because they've contracted with a company that says we'll come in and do it for free because they're going to take over the billing. They're going to take over. Uh, the collections, um, but, Bart, as you know, nothing's free in this world. And if, if a company that wants to come in for profit is going to do this, they're going to figure out a way to make a profit, whereas us,
3: it's a service. We was talking about the other day, Bart, our special events, our schools, farmer's market, you know, just this last Saturday we had an ambulance up here that, you know, they just came over for— Football games. You know, just they handed out water and and mask, and it was like, who's going to pick up that? Who's going to do that? You know, football games, any kind of uh, school-related event, you have to have an ambulance there, you know, as far as sports. So how's that going to work? You know, there's a lot of unanswered questions. private
2: sector company will have to charge those schools to have an ambulance there at the football games. and. M-T-S-U, there's always names. somebody gets hurt, ambulance pulls right in on the field and takes them off, you know, broken leg or whatever. Those those facilities, so it's actually going to cost the, the citizens more money.
3: Yeah, I was thinking, Leanne, you know, when we were in the exchange, you know, and doing the the rodeo, you know, we had somebody over there, you know, uh, and how many times did that thing go out? I mean, they
2: were <laughs> absolutely, a you know, getting I'm stepped
3: on by the bull and thrown up in the crowd by the horse, you know, yeah. and everything. So I mean, they broke their neck. Oh, yeah.
1: Here's another text from a listener. Does not make sense for Murfreesboro to have its own ambulance service. If it uh, made sense to sell the electric service to Middle Tennessee Electric, how do they justify having a separate ambulance service? My thanks to the service of Rutherford County EMS.
2: Yeah, our guys are doing a great job.
1: uh, And so when do you think you will know any idea? I mean, you're just...
2: We're just... we're, We're in a holding put pattern if if they want more information we're prepared to give it to them it's up to them to if they decide to go a different direction we're at that mercy
1: and so you're you're hearing them say uh, this would be a service that the city would not be involved in anymore Uh, we wouldn't have to pay extra so which
2: is I I don't know how that would work Um, but are they
1: paying um, extra now
2: well, they're paying it through their are county Are they paying taxes. part of you? They're <laughs> paying through their county taxes. You're still going to pay that. We're That's not gonna, the public, but yeah, is the city paying anything? Well, city residents are having to pay through their county taxes.
1: But the city government
2: is not paying anything.
1: So that theory would not work there. Yeah.
3: That's true.
1: I mean, there's nothing they're paying. Mm-hmm. So they're going from one nothing to another, but this nothing is nothing. already in, yeah, exactly. in business and has people who have families. And they're doing a good job. Yes, sir. Uh, we have a uh, flat run out of time. I just realized that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we and we wanna, just got started. Uh, it just yeah. seems like <laughs> <it>. Don't <laughs> come forget. To the, come uh, to the
2: auction tomorrow. <laughs> that's right.
1: Tomorrow at 11 o'clock with the doors open, the auction is at 1. Truman is next on WGNS Murfreesboro.